0: All right. Let's let's do this. Um hey everybody. I'm your host Sana Iqbal and I'd like to welcome you to the shit show. Um I made this podcast or I'm making this podcast because I feel like I had this stream of consciousness that I always got to let run. So I'm like what better way to do that than to start my own goddamn podcast you know what I'm saying um I went on TikTok live a couple of times just because I was feeling chaotic and bored to be honest with you um and it was actually really fun like (laughs) I just like kept going for like two hours um talking about all these things like dating and self-love and politics, everything, so much. There's just so much I want to say and my brain cannot hold it all in. So here I am putting words to my freaking computer and uh, starting a podcast because quite honestly, I'm a motherfucking hoot, guys. Like, like an owl. Like, I'm a hoot. Um, I don't know why I had to explain that. That was stupid. Forget I said that, but also don't forget I said it because it's all part of the podcast and this really is just a stream of consciousness for me. Um, But I'm really happy y'all are here. Um, I thought I would take this episode, um, this first episode, to be kind of an intro for you guys. Um, Who I am, what I'm doing, why I'm here, how I got here. Kind of thing um so at least like going forward if you keep up with my podcasts you can have some background feel like you know me a little bit um i'm a very transparent person you know when people ask me questions i i tell it how it is i don't like to sugarcoat i don't like to um I don't like to be fake, bruh. There's just too much, there's too much inauthenticity. That's the word, right? Yeah. Inauthenticity in the world. And it's honestly really fucking boring to me. And it's really fucking exhausting to keep up that facade all the time. And I, I like to just be. And um, that's what I'm trying to do here. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Um, my name is Sana Iqbal. I already said that. Uh, I am 22 right now. Um, I go to school in Boston. I live in Rhode Island, so I commute for school. Um, I'm Muslim American, born and raised in America. Um, but I am Muslim which is a whole ass identity crisis, but we'll get into that um, on a different episode. I also do this thing where like, sometimes I randomly sing things or I randomly go into either an Indian or a British accent. And don't ask me why, because I don't know, but that's just what happens. It's just, you know, that's, I am how I am. Um, I'm huge into mental health advocacy because I'm got my own mental, shiz going on, as I think everyone does to some extent, to be real with you, but I am a whole ass case, and it makes my personality what it is, and I fucking love it. Um, but I also hate it because, (laughs) yeah, we'll get into that on another episode too. See, look at, look at the tangents, guys. It's just, I cannot keep one goddamn train of thought. Okay, back to, back to me. So, um, I'm studying one major called politics, philosophy, and economics, which is another reason why I love to talk. Um, I love to debate stuff. I love to have conversations. I think it just, it helps me grow as a person. And I also just think it's important in today's day and age to have those uncomfortable conversations that we're not always ready to have. Um, I currently live with my family, but Hopefully once I graduate, I will get a job and move out because I don't pay rent, but I pay with my mental health Um, But it's okay. I love it here. I love them. Um, It's just it can be rough Um, I have a dog. I love my dog. He's my best friend But I also highly doubt that y'all care about my dog because you can't see him So let's move on Um, yeah, so yeah, I'm studying I, I want to go into like law or human human rights or something where I can help people. My goal has just always been to help people. And part of the reason why I was thinking about starting this podcast is because like, I've been told by a lot of people that I care about and love and respect that I have a lot of shit to say that could really actually help people. Some of it is really stupid, don't get me wrong. It is, some of it is really just like, why Why am I speaking kind of bullshit? But I do think I have a lot to say. And I do think that if you can take anything out of what I have to say, that's a win for me and maybe for you too. Um, I I don't know, There's, there's so much going on in the world right now that I could talk about, but That is not what this episode is for. This episode is really for an intro of me, but I just don't really know what y'all should know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm 22, I said that. I'm Pakistani American, I said that. My whole life is kind of a cultural identity crisis. I'm not American enough for the Americans and I'm not brown enough for the brownies, but I'm out here, I'm living, and I am Sana enough for Sana, I guess. But the real question is, am I though? Who am I fooling? Um, <laughs> there's so much that goes on in my brain that I just don't even know how to formulate this, which is part of the reason why I was like, podcasts would be great because it's literally just my stream of consciousness. And for me, that's that's wonderful and lovely. Um, I, I like have a habit of taking voice memos for myself. Um, to like process shit. And I think that that's been really, really good for me. Um, I have this uh thing that I call my sober diaries. Oh yeah, I am recently sober. I uh went completely sober on August 13th, 2023, so it's really not been long. Um wait. excuse me, I had a little bit of a burp there. I don't know if you heard it hope you didn't. But if you did, it was a solid like 0. 0.5. It wasn't even on the scale. Anyways, I rate I Oh my god, I hate myself. Okay. Anyways, forget me rating my burp. That's not what this is about. But um yeah, so I I went sober August 13th. And then I had a lapse on October 5th. Um but that was just like for a day. And now I'm back on that sobriety grind. It's um the hardest thing I've ever done. And it's also part of the reason why I feel like I've been so much more vocal and emotionally in tune with life um, that I was like, hey, start recording yourself, like have some kind of documentation for how I'm feeling and what's going on and all the crap that life has to throw at me. because I'm not necessarily the best. <sighs> I don't know why I'm yawning. It's literally 10.22 a.m. Anyways, I know I'm not the best at coping with life. So this is more for me than it is for you. But if y'all can get anything out of it, then that would be awesome. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like I have so much that I want to say but in terms of like talking about me I say I'm such an open honest person whatever and I am but I also just don't know what it is that people want to know um or that is worth telling um sobriety is going to be a whole ass episode don't you worry I will do episodes on sobriety, on dating in 2023, on being a cross-cultural misfit kid, um on mental health, on family because family is rough. Um although they rock, it's also rough. There's just so much I want to get into. Um and I guess that's what I am hoping to do with this podcast. Um, I, uh, to, to be totally freaking for real with you, um, I feel like I should save that for the mental health podcast, but I got, like I said, I got my fair share of issues that, um, that make me who I am, and I'm not, like, ashamed of them to the, in the slightest, but it definitely is a whole way of dealing with life that has um, changed my perception of things, you know? Um, trauma also makes you grow. Yes, it does. And, bro, I have I have loads of it. Um, so, yeah, low-key, maybe this podcast will be a bit of a trauma dump, but I kind of love that for me because... I got a trauma dump somewhere, and my therapist can't just keep taking it. I mean she can because that's her job, but also, I see her once a week, so this would be good for me. <laughs> um, i uh, there's so much I want to talk about. My mind kinda is always racing it's i my the best word that I can use for myself is chaotic um but like in the best <laughs> way. um, I genuinely. The reason why I I called this like welcome to the shit show is because that's always how I've identified my life. I actually even have a freaking tapestry that says welcome to the shit show. And when I was younger, I (laughs) used to um, like look at myself in the mirror and like pretend like I was on like I I had a whole ass show going on and I would actually call it of shit show. I was like freaking eight years old, but I'd be like, hey, guys. Welcome to son of shit show where today we'll be talking about blah 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 and I, no one was there So like first sign of mental illness Probably, but I was also like freaking a child. I don't know <laughs> I just i'm out here existing doing my best to survive in society where there's just so many Difficulties in being an adult like being an adult is hard and I know I'm like barely not a kid. I you know, but I hmm I'm struggling to to deal to fit to conform. I'm not a huge conforming person. I am very much for the figure shit out as you go and what works for you works for you. What works for someone else works for someone else. We don't all look the same. We don't all act the same. Um there's just so much I feel like as a person who has, was born and raised in Rhode Island and I come from a very lucky household. Um, when I say lucky, I mean, you know, my parents, uh, were educated overseas. They came here, started their, um, lives and lead successful lives and, uh, had their family here. And, um, so I, was born with the privilege of being born and raised in America and having that freedom to, to do stuff like this, to like make a podcast, to talk about things that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Um, and there's just so much that goes into being an American kid, like a, a kid of like first gen, but also like someone who culturally doesn't fit anywhere. And I low key feel like that's that's something that all Americans struggle with, right? I just feel like unless your forefathers were literally the settlers, um, I feel like we all kind of have a little bit of that. None of us are ever truly like completely fitting. We all have a history somewhere other than here. But we're all trying to fit into what we feel is supposed to be the melting pot of america, and um it's not a bad thing i I love I love being here and having the freedoms that I do to be who I am, to say what I think. Um, but America's also not perfect, you know, um being a Pakistani American, there are so many times. I've been called that Indian bitch or you know um people making racist remarks even on freaking TikTok lives. People will be like, "Oh wow, are you Kelly from the office? Are you blah, blah blah." And it's just like these slight things that shouldn't be offending me, and they they honestly make me laugh more than they offend me. I I laugh at the stuff more than I should. <laughs> um but it just, it kind of surprises me, right, because I have family all over the world, and um, mainly Canada, a few in the UK, a lot in Pakistan, Um, and the treatment of people wherever you go is so different, right, and I feel like everyone kind of idealizes, like, in America, like, we're all accepting, we are all loving. And yeah, we have our problems and there's systemic racism and all this stuff, but we don't really talk about it too much. We're just like, yeah, we're above that. We're beyond that. And we're really not. Like, I don't know how progressive people think we are, but we are not. Um, I, I love it here, but I also hate it here. But I don't hate it here because like, fuck America. I, I love America. But I hate it here because there's a lot of like identity conflicts that happen for me. Um, Being a Pakistani American, being the child of first gen, um, trying to fit the cultural expectations of the Pakistani side, as well as my own expectations for myself on the American side, because let's be honest, I'm more American than I am anything else. You know, I am able to do the freedoms that... I am because I was born and raised here. I'm able to think the way that I think because I was born and raised here. Um, I'm so grateful to my parents for, like, giving me this opportunity. But it's something that I, I still do struggle with. Um, when do I confuse grateful for for, you know – confused I really am I think my whole life has been a huge cluster I'm I don't know if I should be swearing in this or not I mean I don't really think it matters but okay I'll swear whatever so I feel like it's a whole clusterfuck of confusion for me I I don't know about where I fit in I don't know about what I'm supposed to what I'm supposed to be doing like because there's so many like cultural and whatever expectations, but then there's my own expectations, and when does that clash, and when does that match, um, again, this whole identity crisis thing will be a whole episode, so I'm, I'm gonna stop talking about it now, but my point was, um, you know, born and raised here, um, live on the east coast, Rhode Island, smallest state, Um, I went to school in California for a couple of years and that shit fucked me up in the worst way, but I also met some of the best people I know, um, there, so I'm very grateful for that experience. Um, when I say trauma makes you grow, um, part of that is, wow, I'm saying um a lot. Take a shot, guys, every time. No, I'm kidding. As a sober person, don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. Uh... But yeah, California was amazing, but in in ways that like I was forced to grow up faster than I thought I would. Um, I went from coast to coast and I loved California for the weather and the beaches and some of like a handful, like a literal handful of people. Um, Shut the fuck up with the um, Sana. Oh my God. But what I was trying to say is there was a lot that happened while I was in California. Uh, my I went to school with my ex. He argues I followed him there. I argue I went there despite him. And that was a whole thing in itself. Um, now we don't talk, which is definitely for the best. But I think what hit me about California was there was a point in which... I was bullied out of the school. Um, an entire fraternity was calling me an obese fucking whore. I'd gained a hundred pounds in a year because of medication I was put on for my uh, one of my mental health issues, bipolar. So I had gained a hundred pounds in a year, and it definitely affected me not only mentally, but in how I was perceived. Because California was a big, was a hugely superficial place. At least where I was. Not all of California, I'm saying, but Orange County. Oh my God. Uh so that was a whole thing. And then at that point my mom had been diagnosed with cancer and I just didn't really understand why I was staying in a place that I hated and paying double my high school. I was just, I, anyways, I was just paying way too much to go to a school that I I didn't even feel like was safe for me anymore. Um, and then my mom being sick, I was just like, what's the point? You know, why am I here? So I transferred to a school in Boston. Um, it was rough at first cause I didn't really know anyone, uh, except for one person who I am no longer friends with, but I, I think I was huge into the coping culture of weed and nicotine and drinking and it really just did not help my underlying mental health issues and then I lived in Boston alone for a semester and it was really rough I was really depressed all I would do was kind of just smoke and uh, vape and all this stuff in my in my uh, apartment. And I didn't, again, I didn't really know people. Uh, the few people I started to know, those relationships came and went um, as just as fast as they started, they ended. And then part of me has to wonder, like, all right, so then what is, what is wrong with me that makes it that these relationships didn't last? But in this past year, because um, then I moved back home. I moved back home to help take care of my mom cuz she was diagnosed with a different kind of cancer. She's had a lot of health issues these past few years and that's that's part of the trauma I'm talking about that makes you grow up, right? Faster than you um necessarily wanted to. But being home and then seeing how my relationships have changed over the years. I've lost people, I've gained people. It it's really so normal um maybe the frequency was not as normal but yeah I was definitely going through it for a while so I don't even blame the people that left um when you have a whole ass manic episode that will scare some people away uh but there were also people who were just like son of your life is just too depressing for me I can't I can't be a part of it anymore that I think was hard because I was like damn My life is too depressing for me, but I got to live it. Um, But, yeah, I think that. That was a whole learning curve, bro. It was a whole ass learning curve. And I think uh, that once I realized that my relationships are going to change because I'm going to change, I started to become more at peace with it. And part of it was also like my my uh my addiction issues with nicotine and weed and alcohol, um like really impaired my relationships and me. I just wasn't I didn't have control of my life. So and I was also putting so much pressure on my relationships, and I still kind of do because I, I treat my relationships, my friendships, as um, as strong relationships. If you're gonna be in my life, I at least need you to match my energy. If we agree that the energy is gonna be minimal, then great, lovely. But if I consider you a close friend, I should hope that you treat me the same. Um And that's why I've kind of, like, let go of a lot of people, too, in terms of, like, yes, some people have left my life, but also I've left other people's because I just – I'm tired of giving and giving and – but that's what life is. Life is giving and not – you're not supposed to expect anything in return. I'm learning, guys. I'm really, you know, the therapy brain be kicking in. Um – but yeah, I'm I'm trying to figure out what it is I want, what it is I deserve, and how I'm going to move forward. I got a semester left of college. Knock on wood. That was me knocking on wood. Um, <laughs> I got a semester left of college, not even. I literally have a month, probably. And I'm at a point where I don't even know how I'm going to finish, but I need, I need this to be done because college for what it's worth, I know it was supposed to be the best four years of my life, but it has been the worst four and a half years of my life. Um, some people say that they, they peak in college. I think I genuinely peaked in high school or I just haven't peaked at all. And I am learning how to be okay with who I am. It's a process. I have... Since I've gone sober, I've I've actually realized that there were so many relationships I had that were purely rooted in my addiction, purely rooted in smoking together or drinking together or, you know, people using me to hit my babe or buy them Nick or buy them elk or weed or whatever. And then there's like the group of amazing friends that I have that have – supported me in my sobriety, who have loved to see me get better and be better and do better. And it's nice to know that like, there are people that care beyond the superficial shit because a lot of the relationships I had before, I can look back and be like, "Damn, that was really superficial. That wasn't, and that, it's not to say that those were bad relationships. Like I still, love and appreciate the people that I had. But I also feel like I've had to learn a lot about who I am to realize what I am worth, what I want. And we're just, people grow apart. Compatibility is not always there. Sometimes you're friends with people or you have people in your life to serve a purpose and when you or they stop serving that purpose it fizzles out. And so I feel like for a lot of people I stopped serving that purpose cuz I went sober. And a lot of people for me also stopped serving that purpose because we couldn't really get along when I was actually not numbing myself constantly. Um There's a lot of work to be done on my part and just generally, um, but that's what this podcast is for. It's for me going through my journey, whatever the fuck that journey is, and learning how to deal with my life and hoping that y'all will come come along, come along for the, I hate freaking it. I can't speak. Come along for the ride, (laughs) okay? Um, Quite literally, this is the shit show of my life. It is tumultuous. There's a lot that happens. Um, There'll be episodes for, like, everything that happens, whether it's family, friends, incidents, crazy shit that I've done, Um, because let's be honest, I do a lot of that, and it'll also be, like, a huge, like, Self discovery thing for myself. I think I really gotta listen to myself say this stuff to to learn from it. Because at this point, I'm I'm just I hate to put it this way, but this is how this is how I've been putting it since I went sober. I'm raw dogging life, and it's rough out here. Like it is really rough. Um, but truly, if you stuck around for as long as you have so far. I appreciate you listening. I hope you tune in for the next episode. And I'm excited to continue to share my shit show of a life with y'all. Because it's honestly really fucking entertaining. It's hard to live, but it's it's fun to talk about. So, <laughs> uh, stay tuned. And I don't know. Hope y'all have a great day great Sunday, great life. (laughs) Now I'm just rambling. Whatever, guys. Welcome to the shit show.